right, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Baron. I'm your host, Rip Ripley, joined on a Monday morning with Coach O'Hare. How are you doing, Coach? We're doing good. I'm a little bit upset at the Ripley's. We were scheduled to do this, what was it, last Thursday? Thursday, yeah. yeah. And I, I get a text or something that morning. Apparently, Mrs. Ripley decided it was time for the arrival of their fifth child. Mm-hmm. You would have thought she would have been thinking, well, I don't want to make Coach O'Hare, you know, miss his <laughs> podcast. I was about to call the Ripley house and say, hey, can you all hold off yeah. on that baby? We're well, but, but no, everything went well. Number five for Number the Ripley's, five in right? the house. Brought him home on Saturday. Uh, Jack, our oldest Jack's birthday was on Friday. Oh, my god. And goodness. so he told Corey Thursday morning, or, you know, water broke. We were getting the kids ready, got them to school. Uh, Mayor Peyton came and helped us out and, and got the kids to school that morning. And Jack said before he left, he said, um, Mom, can you either have the baby today or wait till Saturday for me? Well, he's I don't want, like I am. I don't want the baby on Friday. And Corey was like, "Hun, the baby's coming when it comes. <laughs> uh, so you don't have that much control over it? Yeah, not so much. No. Uh, okay. So, But, yeah, and so we um, had, had, a, had a good day. It was a, it was a little bit long day. Uh, Holly Scott uh, Barnes it was our nurse in the, really? in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, so she was there. Held out a little Wilson Hall connection. Um, she kind of walked, and she's like, hey, I know y'all. Uh, but she, uh, but yeah, did a great job. Toomey did a great job. And so we were um, happy to get the mama and baby home on Saturday. Now, Holly married one of the Barnes boys, mm-hmm. but there were a couple of them. I get confused which yeah. one. Do you know which one? No, sir. <laughs> I, mean, I know there's Charlie, who's pitching baseball Correct. in Japan. So Korea. I'm guessing it wasn't that one. Was it Jack? Korea. In uh, Korea, Korea. Yeah, again. I, I don't know. Your guess is, yeah. I'm not, I'm the not a Barnes are that. like the Ripley's. They're having too many kids. <laughs> they need to keep straight. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so we, we did to delay, so I appreciate the pages. Had a few people ask me on Friday. I took uh, Jack's birthday. Like I mentioned, I took the, a group of boys from his class, and we actually went to the softball game on Friday. And that co-host stopped me and said, well, I was no podcast this week. I was like, ah, you're a little busy. We'll get you on Monday, though. Don't worry. Uh, so, so here we are delivering that. So, uh, but we'll start kind of at the end of, of the previous week. Uh, we're going to start with the state track meet that took place last Saturday at Porter Gal. Um, our boys actually had a phenomenal day, finishing second overall as a team. Our girls finished fourth, uh, and, and pretty good because we were we were kind of slated, you know. And when I say if people, a lot of people are asking me throughout the day, like I kind of go through, and all coaches do, you go through and kind of look at where everyone's projected to finish in your different events. And we were we were kind of projected to finish fourth and fifth, so to finish second and fourth was a pretty big performance. Mm-hmm. And for that to happen, you had to have some outstanding individuals. Now we knew Connor was mm-hmm. going to rack up some points. But where else did those unexpected, I'm yeah. saying unexpected, where did the points come from so, you needed and you got? Yeah, so Con- Connor was a big part. I mean, he he kind of came through in a big way, winning the the two-mile, the 3,200, winning the 1,600, coming in second in the 800. Uh, so a year ago, he qualified and did the same gauntlet at State and kind of went, uh, he won the 3,200, but then last year got second in the 16 and got, I think, fifth in the 800. And it's right. just a lot. I mean, as you know, it's a lot on your legs throughout the day. And he really kind of kind of was clutch for us and being stepping up and winning the two we knew he could win. And then he was seated third in the 800, actually beat uh, one of the guys that he wasn't supposed to beat and finished second and almost, I mean, really made a run at the end uh, in the 800 in a big spot where we really needed some points uh, against some of the other teams. And so that was a big run for him. Now, his legacy here, he – are there any more distance records that he doesn't own? Not, not individual records, no. He owns the, the eight – the 30, 16, the 32, and the 5K. And how many of them came this year? Through, well, he ended up breaking all of them this year. Right, in, so in it was this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He so, had already broken one of them previously, but he rebroke. He set all of them this season. Now, 
the time since I was here, which I think is 25 years ago, I don't know how many years it was, there have been two uh, names that stand out, mm-hmm. distance <clears throat> running, cross-country and track, and of course, Connor uh, and, and Trey Parker. Mm-hmm. Two two different types mm-hmm. of careers. Yep. Trey was All-State, believe this or not, in the sixth grade. Wow. <laughs> and was a seven-year All-State performer. Wow. And yeah. he, he obviously improved. But Connor kind of burst on the scene mm-hmm. late. I think I think over the length of a career, it's going to be a long time till you're going to see another Trey Parker sure. in, in the distance. And but it's going to be a long time before yeah. I think some of those records are going to get beat that Connor sure. um, established this year. But so those two names, yep. if there was a Mount Rushmore yeah, yeah. of the you know Wilson <clears throat> All Distance mm-hmm. Runners, though you can argue who else gets on there, but there's no argument about those, those two. two for sure. Um, no, I agree. And, and so that was a big part. And Connor also on our 4x4 team, you know, you asked where our points came from. Our relays were a big part of it. Our relay teams, you know, going into the day, I think we were slated for, I believe it was probably four points in the relays combined. And then all four of our relay teams, we ended up taking a second, a third, and a fourth. So so our relay teams combined to score, you know, 16 points right there. So that was a big, a big addition. Now, at what point in the race did you realize, look, we might be able to take a trophy home, a second place. So, yeah, so I kind of apologize. I'm going to say this at our banquet, too. So, you know, throughout the day, they now have where, like, on your phone, you can pull up live results, right? right. And so on my on my sheet, I have it broken down where I've got each team has a column in each mm-hmm. event, and I have how many they're supposed to get in each event. And so I knew coming out of the morning we would be in a good position. We have some field events. We have Con 32. I knew we would be in a position where we would look like, okay, we're in this thing. And so kids get like, Coach, we're in first place. We're in first place. I'm kind of like, <laughs> I know, guys, like, don't get, you know, try to be almost like, don't get too excited. Like, I know they're coming, right? I know Porter Gowd, you know, and, and they ended up pulling away in a big way at the end. I knew Hammond. I knew Ben Lippin. Really, once we got around the four-by-one, we had a great four-by-one run. Ended up finishing third place there. And, and then I kind of started looking at my sheet. And, again, Porter Gowd, they didn't, after the 400 hurdles, which we're talking about in a second, there were four events left. The discus, which Porter Gout had a lot of kids in, we had nobody. We had Sam Tristan, but he he didn't uh, place for us. Um, the eight hundred, the two hundred, and the four by four. Those are the events remaining. Going into that event, we on paper were up by half a point on Porter Gout. Porter Gout, and then they did it. Was slated to get like fifty seven points in those four events, right. <laughs> and right. so like, it was, and it was it was one of those things like, you know. <laughs> Connor busted up the 800 a little bit. They were supposed to say one two in the 800. They took one three six. Yeah. Um. You know. But but and then in the in the 200. I mean, they had the top two runners hands yeah. down. Had the best four by four team hands. Down. We knew those things. The discus, like I said, they had three guys. They finished first, third, and fifth in that. So we knew they were going away. But then I started looking at the other schools, the Ben Libbins, the Hammonds, that were also slated to beat us in Heathwood, and it was kind of like, a, oh, okay. We're gonna finish. We gonna, we got a shot to finish second here. I mean, we we de- you know Porter Gow let him go, you know. But the other ones, and, and again that eight hundred run, Ben Lippen had a runner in there who Connor's able to finish ahead of. We beat him in the four by four to really clinch it and bring it home. So so I would say around that four hundred hurdle time when we had another upset over a Ben Lippen runner, um, that was the moment. Was like, ooh, okay, we got a really good shot to get second place here. Now you're talking about you know the you had a half point lead, but you knew. Reminds me of presidential elections when <laughs> yeah. when the red states are in, <laughs> yeah. so but the blue states haven't come in or vice yeah. versa, and, and people think, oh, we're going to win. Yeah. You're like, nah, you got to hang on. You got the sixty electorals coming in from California. Uh, in a talk yeah. about your, your individual, uh, mm-hmm. other than Connor, we, we mm-hmm. talked about him. How many did he win individually? So he had twenty eight points individually, and okay. then two in a relay. So he had thirty points for us on Saturday. 
Okay, and, and the maximum, if you're in a relay, 40. I guess is... Well, the maximum would be 30... Two and a half? 32 and a half. Yeah, so he about maxed it yeah. out there. Um, but who were your other individual winners? So Sumter Cooper was big for us. So Sumter uh, finished third in the pole vault, or fourth in the pole vault. He finished third in the 110 hurdles. Uh, and in the event of the day, the, the, one of the coolest moments, and I, and I sent this to, to them, to the athletes as well, but one of the coolest moments for me as a coach was getting to see Emma Bradley and Sumter Cooper go back-to-back winning state in the 400 hurdles. Um, you know, Emma Emma won that she finished second in state as a seventh grader. She finished second in state as an eighth grader. Uh, ninth grade year was a COVID year, but during that COVID year, she also tore ACL, and we didn't know how she was going to come back. Her 10th grade year, she really didn't hurdle for most of the year doing just the open 400s. We weren't sure how, you know, she'd be able to do. She finished fourth in the state that year, came back to junior, finished second in the state again. So here's a girl who, over her career, had finished in the top four, you know, four or five years. She'd finished runner-up three times. And for her to get to have that moment of, of kind of that complete, completion moment for her was really, really awesome to see. Um, she kind of made her move at the 150 mark and really didn't look back, and that was really cool. And then Sumter Cooper turned around um, as, as a decent underdog in that race. He was uh, the young man from, um, from Ben Lippin. Uh, who ironically enough, and, and I can say it now because we'll release this later, but will be Sumter's teammate next year at Walford College. Sumter's mm-hmm. signing today to go run at Walford next year. Um, they'll be teammates next year, but but the Woodard kid from Ben Lippin was a pretty heavy favorite, but he was trying to double in the 400 and the 400 hurdles, which are back-to-back events, which is pretty tough. Right. <laughs> and so we, uh, you better believe the Wilson Hall Baron Hurdle crew was putting hurdles on the track as fast yes, as we could. Did, right? After that, you're like, <laughs> I looked at Coach uh, and Larry Sally, and, and I was like, we got, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know, because I I mean, he was he was a, a good out of it, having to go chase down Trevor Wilder and Kelly Carswell in that 400, where the Woodard kid finished third, and they have to turn up and fight something. And we, I saw it early in the week, and I talked to something all week. I'm like, look, man, you know, his eyes were on that school record, which he didn't right. quite get. He was a little disappointed. A 58.9 Ricky Crumb record. He ran a 59.3 at state. 58.9 was the record. 59.3 is what something ran. I said, but I said, regardless of that, you're gonna have a great opportunity to win a state championship. Mm-hmm. And 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 we, you know, the race before him, Millen Galloway actually came out, ran a great race for us, uh, and and placed for us the 400 hurdles. And we got to that main event, and and Sumter had the legs late that, that the other young man didn't, and so that kind of worked our advantage a little bit. So getting to see them go back to back, the two kids that have been in our program since they were in sixth and seventh grade, they've been you know hurdlers, they've been part of that hurdle uh, revolution we've had kind of come through uh, with Coach Molly McMillan, who I called, she did a great job. Shannon Thomas kind of took over this. Year uh, for Molly with her with her twin babies at home, um, but but just a, a really cool moment there. Now I, I'm going to guess because I don't know. I bet if you took your your track people at the beginning of the year and say, okay, who wants to w- run this? Who wants to run this? Who wants to run that? Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't get too many people who stepped up and said, I want to run the hurdles. Correct. Uh, it, it, it takes it's one a special. Of those well, so it's one person. of those things that as a young kid. It's fun. Everybody wants to jump a right, hurdle. Right. They want to jump a hurdle, not 10. Yes. <laughs> and that's the difference, you know. And so, and, and at a younger age, it's harder to one 10 hurdles because they're higher. Mm-hmm. And so, young Luke Sill, for example, is a little sixth grader we have in our program. He took that challenge on this year, and he actually ran some hurdles for us. But the 110s was really hard for him because you had to jump almost right. straight up in the air. So, we run some JV height races and things that help them learn. But, but no, for sure, it's definitely uh, a challenge, and that's something that we've kind of hung our hat on in recent years of, hey, we're not necessarily going to have – 
the 100 meter, 200 meter fastest kid in the, in the, in the track meet. Mm-hmm. But we're going to try to work, focus on the technical events. We're going to focus on the jumps. We took, you know, uh, Hugh Humphreys and Daniel uh, Burton went one, two in the high jump this year. Right. So we're going to focus on the technical stuff. We took points in hurdles. We take points in pole vault. We take points in, um, you know, long triple jump, jump long jump, jump, things like that. Some of the more technical events. Um, and then the distance events. And the relays are very relays, technical. Relays, yeah. Because, uh, correct, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I would think – in a lot of these relay races, the exchanges where the races either mm-hmm. won or lost, or you beat this team or you don't yep. beat the team. For sure. What what we're, we're jumping around, but what yeah. portion of a relay race? Let's start with the yeah. one hundred. Yeah. Would you say is determined by the exchange? Oh, it's, it's very important. You know, we and we actually the boys actually had one handoff that wasn't the prettiest in the world, uh, but we made it work, and they actually broke the school record that was yeah. held by Coach Blaine Russell. But but it's still. Uh, had they had a cleaner handoff, I think they may have even been able to move up yeah. in the second place. You know, and so it's definitely something that you got to look at. Uh, that's a big part. Now the four four by four and the four by eight aren't quite as technical. Right. You're not going quite as fast. You got a little more time to look and grab the baton and go. Um, but even the four by four, as of late, is getting a little more getting a little more chaotic mm-hmm. in that re- regard. So no, it's a, it's definitely a big part um, on that side. That's it. And then the boys, you know, uh, other boys that kind of stood up. Boyka Wilder got some points in the jumps for us. Um, he did pole vault, and I believe he placed in the long jump as well. Hugh Humphreys placed in the triple jump. Um, our our our, re, our sprint group didn't quite get any individual points outside. I believe Blake Van Patten got a couple in the hundred. Right. Um, but they that's that four by one relay team was really big, a big part of what we did. Uh, and then over on the girls' side, kind of a little different. So the girls, most of our points came in the sprints and the throws. You have Lori Fleming had a great day. Uh, Lori was half an inch from the school record in the triple jump. Um, she jumped 35-10, which is, which is really – she has a great last couple of weeks. She's committed uh, to, to – or signed to run at Queens next year. Right. Really excited about that for her. Um, you've got the hurdle group we have, the jumps. Uh, then our throwing group of Aubrey Payne, Maggie Norris, Amberly Way, Sullivan Jarecki came in through, Sophie Green came in through. Uh, so we had a really strong showing over there and really were able to pick up some points. Uh, the You keep mentioning these names, and it, it's there's a lot of kids who have signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, help me out, but Boykin mm-hmm. for the Citadel track. Yep. Uh, today, Lori is – I'm sorry – uh, had side today yeah. is, is Coop uh, Sumter. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anybody? Uh, Connor, yeah. Connor, Connor, Jordan, Sarah Sante. Jordan, yeah. For, so I, I remember. Six, yeah. I, I knew so I saw Sarah. That, yeah. well, I guess we would mention something else about Sarah, probably. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but uh, there, there's two reasons why these schools are signing our kids. Number mm-hmm. one is because they've proven they can perform at mm-hmm. a level that will help the college track team. The other team is. The, I, I, the names you've mentioned, there's some pretty good students there. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, I, I've taught many of them, and, and they were, I mean, young scholars. So, yes. so and I think that's an attraction. So, oh, so. for sure, it definitely makes it. It makes it easier as a coach trying to get kids recruited because. Colleges know they have coming right. in. They know they're not going to be a problem in the classroom. Right. They know sometimes even financially they can help get academic money versus mm-hmm. athletic money, which in a sport like track and field where you're chopping up scholarships based That's on right. what you have, it makes it tougher. So, um, no, I think that definitely helps a lot. And, and yeah, like you mentioned, we, we, we'll end up with six from this class. Now, you'll appreciate this too. At the state meet this year, um, there were 15 state records broken. Great day. So that just Why shows is you that? it's Why just where it? the, our league is right now. Is it, is it a crazy high spot? I mean, is it – it's never one thing, yeah. but has, has the coaching uh, gotten extremely competitive, which means better? Has the – have the athletes themselves uh, gained uh, from the, the fitness, the nutrition, mm-hmm. the science 
of speed and fitness. There's some of that. I mean, I think there's just a lot of a lot of really good athletes and skis right yeah. now. I think I think across the board, you look at a lot of our sports and we're more competitive than we were ten right. years ago. And and that's I mean, I'm an athlete that competed ten years ago, so mm-hmm. that's or twenty years ago. I was going to say oh, it's ten, easy, but I'm, easy. I'm, I'm I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but but so no knock on that. But it, it is it is just different. We had kids. You know, guys that that we look around here, like Miller Moss and Robert Rohner and them. I mean, they're not even on the record boards. They're yeah. off. You know, what I mean, they they've been surpassed. Well, Robert's hanging on. Uh, the young man from Porter Gaud tied Robert's record last year in the hundred to ten nine one, and then he ran a ten nine one again this year. So he retied his own record with Robert. So Robert's still hanging on uh, on the hundred, but that's it. You know, and so that's it. Really shows there were there were some really high level performances. Um, you know, young man from Carter Newman triple jump forty six four. I mean, just a, a, a crazy number. The girl you from, sure that wasn't quadruple. I know jump? the girl. The girl from uh, from Heathwood <laughs> long jumped long jumped nineteen three. I mean, it's just it's crazy what's, numbers that are out what, there. What's the winning boy? Mark? Uh, twenty. Oh, it was Trevor Wallace had a state record with the twenty twenty three foot twenty two and a half foot jump. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, there's just some really big numbers out there right now. And whoa, so, whoa, 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 hold on. Yeah, we had. We had a boy at the state track meet mm-hmm. jump 23. Mm-hmm. I, I go back, and I think I'm right to the day, I think it was the 1968 Olympics, <laughs> when Bob Beeman yeah. shocked the world. I mean, people thought he came from another planet when he jumped 26 feet. Mm-hmm. And that's the right mark, uh, right? Was he 26 or 28? I, he might have been 28. Well, my point is, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got guys in high school not yeah. too far from where Bob Beeman went yeah. and jumped. People were thinking that man came yeah, from yeah. another planet. Oh, yeah. And, of um, course, it's yeah. bas- you were talking about. I thought basketball. You know, now skis, are, there have been some examples uh, set, and I go way back to the Pinewood prep mm-hmm. days with Chucky Edson mm-hmm. and Milton Jennings mm-hmm. and your Porter, Porter Gowd guys, and, of course, Seventh and, mm-hmm. and then Zion. You know, now basketball players are saying, hey, I go to Skeezer. You know, I get in the NBA. Yeah. We got, what, two or three sure. guys in the NBA yep. from Skeezer right now. Absolutely. So, so I guess track is like basketball yeah. and things like that. Like all those, it's really taken off. So, uh, but yeah, overall, really happy with our performance at the state. Just, just excited. We had, a, we had a pretty senior heavy team, so we'll definitely have a lot of shoes to fill going forward. But, um, but really excited about that performance and, and a great way to end the season, get that state runner up. I thought that was really special for Yeah, we guys. talked about this. I, don't, I think people don't understand. You can be excited and very uh, feel like you've mm-hmm. achieved by coming in second in mm-hmm. a sport like track. Yeah. I mean, you have to be realistic. And Absolutely. So good for the boys. And I know the girls, another great year. Mm-hmm. And we, I don't want to forget about bringing up what Sarah yeah, has achieved yeah. before we move we on. Um, but, yeah, and so we'll mention that towards the end here. But okay. um, next one, we'll go to soccer. Uh, and so the soccer team uh, had a rough one on Tuesday. Now, you were out here on yes. Tuesday at the soccer game. They lost to, to First Baptist, uh, a good First Baptist team out of, out of the low country. They lost 2-1. to one. We They scored early. We scored in a PK. I believe it was to even it up. And then uh, they scored late to, to end up uh, to win the game. You know, we, we were at a higher seed. Mm-hmm. What, what were you, uh, a two and they were a three? Mm-hmm. But I, I looked at – we didn't play First Baptist during the year. We Correct. didn't play them years ago. I looked at their schedule, and they had – I think they were 7-7. Seven and seven, But I saw the, the teams they had lost yeah. to and what the scores were. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they had one-point loss to Pinewood, one-point loss to Porter Gout. So I, I, was, I knew coming in that, okay, this is a good soccer mm-hmm. team. And they were. Yeah. We did not lose that game because we did not play well. We didn't mm-hmm. play hard. We lost that game because it was two very, very evenly matched soccer mm-hmm. teams. And in the end, we had our chances. Yeah. They had their chances. They probably had more 
than what we did in the second half. And as yeah. it usually is in soccer, the team that controls the game usually comes away with, with a one-goal win. It was an interesting contrast in styles. We, um, like you talked about, it, it was 1-1 one, uh, one, one at the half. They scored very early, and mm-hmm. then we got the penalty kick. They, I think they fouled Bonzer, and it mm-hmm. was one of the Galloways who put it away. It was Milling, maybe. Yeah, I can't keep those two kids straight. <laughs> but in the second half, it was interesting. We had, we had Bonzer and one of the Galloways up top. And we were looking for that one chance to go yeah. over the top, which is what those guys' strengths are. The Galloway is fast, mm-hmm. and Ponser's like a big physical guy. And we had a couple chances, mm-hmm. but just, you know, uh, c- couldn't put it away. And then they had a chance late. That was the first time I've seen our soccer team play a game against the team that made us play our best soccer. Mm-hmm. I was very pleased with what I saw from our guys because I just didn't know. I'd only seen them play a couple teams, six nothing, seven nothing, couldn't tell. A couple things surprised me. The goalie, mm-hmm. uh, one of the Warwick brothers. Mm-hmm. You'll have to help me with which one. <laughs> okay. But um, he, he was better than I thought. Yeah. You know, because we had Shawn Michael in the goal last year. He's mm-hmm. out on the field now. And Shawn Michael was big time in the goal. Yeah. He kept us in a lot of games. Uh, but I saw my – I think it's Michael. If mm-hmm. it's not, sorry, Warwick, whichever one. Um, he got to a couple balls I didn't think he was going to get yeah. to. I was right in line for one of their free kicks that was going in the upper corner. Yeah. And he got over there and got his hand to He was solid. I thought in the end the difference would be the goalies Yeah. on our behalf. Yeah. And, and the goal they scored was not a result of our goalie making a mm-hmm. mistake. Because there were some times where you could tell their goalie was a little bit concerned about people coming at him, but mm-hmm. we just couldn't get that one goal. And I, yep. I know Coach, uh, you know, Coach Bartlett's disappointed. We got two seniors, but mm-hmm. I was I, – I know nobody likes to lose, but what pleased me as a soccer person is to see that our guys did take the right attitude mm-hmm. and the right effort on the field. You just wish you – know, hey, every year has a different season. Last yeah. year we won that game in the That's playoffs, right? right? That's right. Twice, and, you know, almost. But this year it yeah. went the other way. So. Well, I felt I, – I felt – Sitting, we were sitting down kind of towards the weight room by the building side of the field, and we were watching. And just kind of noted that they seemed to be controlling yes. the ball a lot in the second half. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I think I even made a comment to Coach Wofford and uh, Coach Wofford and Mary Payton, my wife Corey, Mr. Kneff. We were all kind of hanging out in the area, letting the kids run around, the, mm-hmm. playing the sandbox over there, you know, in the, in the jump pit. And I just, I remember making a comment with probably about 10 minutes. I was like, I feel like. I feel I'm nervous at how much they're controlling yeah. the ball. And, and they, you know, we had a couple of runouts. Like you said, I thought Bonzer, I know, had one where, where he was making a run. They made a good play on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even the goal they scored was one that kind of bounced around a little bit yeah. right in front of the goal. You know, when that happens, it's, it's kind of all bets are off. Um, and just not even make that play. So, you know, I thought that that, you know, hurt us a little bit having that much them controlling the ball mm-hmm. that much. Um, and, and, and they were able to eventually find that net. But, uh, but definitely still a good season. Like you mentioned, a pretty young team, only two seniors um, graduating this year, and, and so there will be a lot coming back with that group. Uh, again, next year, Pinewood Prep ended up defeating First Babs and win the state championship on Saturday, beat Oak Brook Prep uh, in the state championship. So, um, you know, Pinewood, who we kind of knew was one of the top teams, and a team that we, again, gave, gave a pretty good show out when they came to our place. There's a lot to build on there for them. Over to the baseball diamond, uh, Went, won a couple of playoff games, had a couple of exciting playoff wins uh, for the baseball run this year, but unfortunately ran into the, the buzzsaw that is Augusta Christian uh, there right at the end. Pitching. Yeah. You know, uh, pitching in baseball, it's kind of like the quarterback in football, more so if you mm-hmm. ask me. So, And I had heard that Augusta Christian had these two kids. You're always like, well, we'll see. Yeah. Apparently, it, it is true. They shut us down the first time mm-hmm. we went down there. I don't think we scored a run. We did. It was 5 nothing. But when we go down – 
the second time. The second time, we, we, we scored mm-hmm. early yeah. and gave ourselves a chance to win, but apparently their pitcher found their groove. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I guess they are, Augusta Christian, his baseball is like softball, going to mm-hmm. be two out of three this week. Yep. Who are they seeing? Is it Hammond? They will that? be seeing, they'll be playing Hammond this week Ham- in the best Hammond. of three. Yep. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, sometimes the bracket can, mm-hmm. can, you know, determine how far you get. I know, like in softball, I guess they don't do it in baseball. They do this the crossover, crossover mm-hmm. stuff. If we'd have crossed over, we might be playing yeah. baseball yeah. tonight too. But, but so. no, Coach Jones, a great baseball season. Uh, good baseball players on that team. A mm-hmm. lot of good pitchers on that team. And a lot of them coming back. Come back again, just so. kind of like soccer. We lose two seniors, Connor Breen and Jess Schwedler. Jess, a pretty big piece of oh, our yeah. of our program over the past few years, but. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of guys returning in that group as well um, for the baseball team. So, that, but but two good wins over a Ben Lippin team that that beat us uh, in the playoffs last year at our right. place and, and pretty 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 big as well. We you know, the first game against them, they kind of jumped on us early, and it was kind of like, a, oh no, here we go again. Here we go again. fought back, we won, and then on Monday. Uh, we kind of jumped out and had control. Blake Van Patten pitching a beautiful game. I didn't even know he was a pitcher. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 ended up going six and two thirds. Couldn't get that hit the pitch count max on his last out. Uh, unfortunately, kind of made us a little nervous there. We had a couple guys come in, give up a couple runs. Clark ended up coming at the end and shut it down. We ended up winning ten to seven. But uh, but yeah, Blake did a, a masterful game in my opinion. Uh, way more than what. Every, I think everybody was expecting for him yeah. to come out and pitch in that game. And that moment to not have a ton of innings this year and still come out and pitch that game was a really big spot for him. I got here second inning, and I, I was sit, sitting there. I was saying, I don't know who that is pitching. I don't know who that is pitching. Yeah. I, it took me three innings, and I heard somebody who – because I didn't want to act stupid and say, <laughs> I don't even know who our own guy is yeah. pitching. So, I, but I don't know. These guys, they look so different. I don't want a football uniform. You can't tell who they are. yeah, yeah. Then when they're the ba- I, I know people think I've lost my mind, but they look different in a baseball uniform. Yeah, to me. Oh, for I sure. don't know what it is. Like <laughs> when they're walking around, they're in your class. You know who they are, right? Oh away. yeah. Of course, some of them I haven't seen in a year. Sure. And, sure. and girls and boys who are teenagers in one year, they can change a lot. Yes. I see some of the kids walking around school right here, and I know I know them, and yeah. they know I know them. But I have to say, I'm not sure I know who they yeah, are yeah. anymore. But it's um, but it's not as bad as having five kids like the Ripley family. <laughs> can you Something keep like all that. your kids straight yet? For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Okay. It's still early. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so – and then and then our final team to wrap up, and, and we're still playing tonight's game one of the championship series for our softball team. Speaking of pitching, mm-hmm. yeah, we had to win a game Saturday to get to the championship series. So, so the other team didn't get any hits. They didn't get any runs. And yep. so we won. It's probably – you know, there's – I think there's a sense of relief uh-huh. uh, for our team and probably for Lawrence Manning, too, who we'll be facing – because I think the whole world expected, and rightfully yeah. so, that it would come down to this again. Now, Lawrence Manning had a, a little scare yesterday. Mm-hmm. Not yesterday. Saturday. Saturday. They did lose a game, but they won the next game to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of their, one of their pitchers mm-hmm. got hit yeah. hard by a mm-hmm. ball. Um, for understand, they wear a mask, but she turned and caught her in mm-hmm. the cheek. I hope the young, young girl's okay. Yeah. Um, and – you know, for her sake. Sure. But but here we go again. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking to myself, this is a one, two, three, at least fourth time in the last 10 or 11 years yeah. that it's come down to these two mm-hmm. schools and these two teams. And you, you hope it's a good series. And naturally, we hope we win. They hope sure. they win. What you don't want is people who let the girls be the story. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need any of these adults yeah. there, you know, who for whatever the reason – believe that this is my moment to prove <laughs> that I'm a, 
um, yeah. someone who should everyone should listen to and hear from. You know, it, it's so let, let's keep that out of it. Yeah. And, and our students, you know, mm-hmm. we have we have great rivalry games with them in basketball. Big, big crowds out there. You know, yeah. those schools are going to travel well. Yep. And they're right next to each other. So ho- hopefully a great series. I, I, our girls are ready, but, yeah. you know, what can you do except show yeah. up and play? Sure. And, you know, sometimes in baseball you hit a ball 100 miles an hour, but it goes right to the third base yep. and it's a double play. Other times you'll hit a little bloop 10 yeah. feet, but nobody can get it. It ends <laughs> up right. being a hit. Oh, yeah. But um, pitching, it, you know, the way mm-hmm. Amberly pitched Saturday, boy, it's, she's going to be tough to beat. Uh, but you got to go out and do it. That's right. Well, and, and coming from Friday, we were at the game Friday and we beat – uh, Hammond, I believe it was twelve to two, something like that. fourteen to two, somewhere in that range. Uh, we had to leave early for for Jack's birthday, well, and, but and, yeah, and we pro- we probably we didn't win that game because, but we were definitely helped by Hammond's inability to make some fields in the play. We're well, not going to get yeah. that against Florence Manning. They're sure. going to make the plays. They're make plays, absolutely. And of course, either teams, both teams, going to make errors this yeah. next few days. That's baseball, uh, but. We'll have to play well because mm-hmm. Lawrence Man's a good softball team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I know we beat them twice during the year. You might look at the score and say, oh, we got them. No, it's not like that. Well, the it's second good. game was a lot closer. I know the second right. game was competitive, 5-1 win. Um, and then on Saturday, like you mentioned, Amberley went out pitched really well. We went, I believe, 6 nothing. Boudreaux had a home run. Yes. Um, had a solo shot in the second. And, and we were kind of – it was kind of one of those games I wasn't able to be there um, – but Mary Payton was in the updates. It was like each inning, it was like one nothing after one, two nothing wow. after two, three nothing after three, four nothing after four. We were just like adding a run each inning. Well, it's here was like, driving me crazy. First inning, we left the, we got the bases loaded and no outs and didn't score. <laughs> with, yeah. you know, and when you get the bases loaded and the first inning means you got your better hitters yeah, coming yeah, yeah. in. And we just did. And then the next inning, we left second and third and didn't score. Uh, I think in the first three innings, we left about 10 runners on base. Yeah. You know what your mind is thinking? Oh man, that's going to come back to haunt yeah, us. Sure, but but when you're when you Earl Weaver, the great Baltimore manager, said nobody's ever lost a shutout. Yep, I, I used to say that in soccer. Yeah, yep. no one's ever lost a shutout in soccer. Same thing, and name me a sport other yeah. than cross country yeah. uh, and golf <laughs> where the low yeah. score. You can't get a zero in golf. No, can I don't you? think so. No, I don't think so. You can get an eighteen. You get a par. You get a par. Get I guess. A, That'd be a zero. Come on, let's that's get zero. an eighteen. Um, but yeah, so I think that uh, you know, excited about that. Like you mentioned, the games tonight. So tonight will be. Six o'clock at Patriot Park. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow will be six o'clock at Lawrence Manning. If the team split, there will be an if game on Wednesday. That location has not been determined yet, to my knowledge. Right. Uh, but we will announce that as the time comes. Uh, reminder to everybody that even though we are the home team tonight, this is a Skiza event, so Wilson Hall passes are not accepted. Uh, admission is $10 for adults, $5 for students, cash only. Uh, we'll have a little table up there and really hoping that we can pack out the, the stand. I know we have some spring football starting up today and some things going on on campus early right for school, but everything will be done in time. Plenty of time to get out there and watch these girls play and what will essentially be their last home game of the season. And, and for these seniors, you know, this group of five seniors that have a lot of them been on varsity since eighth grade. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of, of, of games played on that diamond over at Patriot Park, and, and I know they'd really appreciate that support coming out. Yeah, the one thing I, I noticed um, Saturday, when we won the game Saturday to get to this championship mm-hmm. series, it, it wasn't that sense of excitement that, mm-hmm. you know, not not from the team, but from the fans in general, yeah. like, well, this is no big deal. We're going mm-hmm. to the championship series. It is a big deal. Sure. It's not easy to do this. When you do it over and over again, yeah, yeah, yeah. people – tend to take it for granted. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the players are, are taking it for granted. Sure. I, I, you know, that was their goal first, win Saturday and get yeah. to it. So, uh, you know, we, we, we've got to go play good softball right now. But the mere fact 
you know, that these these girls for what the fourth time in their high school career because mm-hmm. I think they lost as they eighth lost graders to Cardinal, Cardinal Newman. Newman. But that's correct. Right, yeah. uh, but you know, they've won two. They lost one. But this is the fourth time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a they will not most of them will not get a thrill like this before yeah. playing in front of a packed crowd, mm-hmm. hearing the the fans. Mm-hmm. You know, getting dirty. You know, and learning the bounce back. So so. A, a great thrill for these young girls to get out there and, and compete in front of what's going to be several hundred people, yep. I'm sure, in the next few days. Absolutely. So, you know, it's it's funny the way the world works. I have to take the coaches' kids to soccer tryouts. <laughs> so uh, I might be hitting you up on some That's updates. That's right. Follow I'll us on, on Twitter. I'll be we'll honest be posting with updates. You, the, the worst thing in the world is have one of your kids coaching. <laughs> it, it's just no fun. So I kind of enjoy being able to – distance myself yeah. from the event. The other thing is, you know, we talked about these adults don't don't do anything stupid, let the girls be the story. You know, I'm afraid I'm be, I might be one of those people yeah. if I'm there. So it might be best yeah. if, if I stay um, away. No, yeah, no. and then speaking of that, it's a good reminder. We'll, we will be sharing, like I did, uh, all tournament. We'll have anybody any updates on our Twitter account. So if you're not able to make it, tune into Twitter. Now, we can't do it on all of our social media accounts. We will have it on Twitter, uh, and then we'll have game results at the end on our Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you're following us for more information uh, as it pertains to that. Final thing before we get done, and you, you alluded to it earlier, um, and we didn't have a sheet come in here, so you didn't know, but we want to talk about Sarah Sontag and her winning the Bill Simpson Award and really what that means, um, you know, for her, for the school, you know, kind of cool the way we did it. They, they don't know typically when they're nominated. They don't know when they're uh, up for that award. And and to be able to announce that to her and to her parents who also didn't know um, and understand the value of that award, mm-hmm. uh, really cool things. The Bill Simpson Award was named after Bill Simpson, who was uh, kind of the, the Mike Fanning before Mike Fanning. Right. He was the, the athletic, and they called it athletic secretary at the time, mm-hmm. but he was athletic director for Skiza. Um, and, and they named this award for him that goes to this top st- Scholar athlete, the, the academic side is very important in this. And Sarah, one of the top, I think one of the top two or three students in her class right now, right. Um, on top of being a multi-sport athlete, we mentioned she's committed to going to college uh, at Swarthmore, uh, which a lot of people don't know a lot about Swarthmore. So we're like, oh, man, why would she go to a, a smaller school? Well, she goes to one of the top liberal arts colleges yes. in the country. <laughs> it is. It, one of the kids uh, was looking something up on it, and they're like, holy cow, this school has a 6% acceptance rate. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, exactly. And, and so obviously, um, very academically driven. Uh, she's, she's won awards in both volleyball and track over the years, winning re- region championships, winning um, uh, Players of the Week, and winning all region in volleyball. Um, so a lot that she's done ac- athletically as well. Uh, but the academic side is a big part of that component. Yeah, I, I had her as a student in ninth grade and 10th grade AP U.S. history. And you're probably not supposed to tell publicly what people's grades are. But I will say I was not the least bit surprised when she scored as high as you can score on her national exam when mm-hmm. she took it. And I'm sure she's done that in her other AP courses. Yeah, growing up in Maryland, you hear a Swarthmore. I think it was started by the Quakers. You know, and, and it, it's kind of like a Wofford. Mm-hmm. I don't want to prom- – but it is a smaller liberal arts yeah. college which has an outstanding act- academic reputation. You know, and I always tease people – and I don't want to joke about my alma mater, but I always tell them I went to Francis Marion, the Harvard of the South, yeah. <laughs> um, which in some ways it is, maybe in some ways it isn't. Um, but, you know, the only difference between the caliber student, you get at a mm-hmm. place like, at Swarthmore or Harvard, mm-hmm. Harvard's been around since 1636, yeah. right? First college yeah. in America to train pure and all that, 1636. I guarantee you, 
the caliber of student going to Swarthmore mm -hmm. and the reputation of its graduates yeah. within the business community, law mm -hmm. school, whatever it might be, is just as strong. Mm -hmm. So she really is, like Wofford, yeah. is going to one of the top academic institutions. Like you said, it's almost impossible yeah. to get into yeah. that school. What did you say, 6%? 6% are one of the kids. I, I, that's not fact check. Don't, don't quote me on that. That's no, one no, of the kids no, no, you're not. Because yeah. I, you know, I, I grew up not too far from that university. Mm -hmm. People where I come from, we didn't even think about going to places <laughs> like that. We hit the junior yeah. college yeah, yeah, yeah. down the street. I mean, believe it or not, I went my first two years of college on a 10-speed bicycle. Yeah, yeah. It was about a mile and a half ride. But, but anyway, um, good, good for Sarah. Her brother went to Davidson. Mm -hmm. Right, another great academic institution. Now, you know about the volleyball for mm -hmm. her. What is she going to bring to the Swarthmore volleyball, and how competitive do you think? So I think she'll, she'll be able to go in and compete and play pretty quickly okay. uh, in, in both volleyball and, and as a member of the track team. You know, I think that it is a high academic, you know, athletically it's Division III. Uh, it's in that high academic conference, a lot of other mm -hmm. schools that are of similar size mm -hmm. and academic uh, – you know, integrity, if you will. So that that is that is um, kind no, of conference. And no they're athletic scholarship. Correct. That's what makes Correct. It division yeah, three. division three. Yeah. So you know why you're at school. Correct. Yeah. Um, and, and getting the opportunity to do both. You know, it's something we have been working on really since even back. I remember during, back during basketball season talking uh, with the Swarthmore volleyball coach about Sarah a little bit and just trying to get that door. You know, trying to get in that door. And they were kind of waiting to see. You know, for those schools, they they wait to see until you get in before they even talk to you about mm -hmm. playing sports. You know, they know, like you said, they know the priority. And so it was like, hey, she sounds great if she can get in. You know, yeah. and and of course she she did. And so um, you know both. And then she went up and visited. I believe it was uh, maybe it was spring break or, or maybe the weekend before or after and, and and met with both coaches and, and really had a good experience and, and ended up telling both of them she could do both. And at a school like that. You know, kind of like a, a small mm -hmm. Wilson Hall type feel where your student body isn't quite as big. You do share athletes. You have to, and, and Sarah is the perfect person for that. You know, I think in track, she's going to, I think she's going to end up being a multi kid, kind of like a, a right. Miller Moss, a, a heptathlete, if you will. She can already hurdle, she can already jump. Um, I know she can throw. She fights say, me on it, but she acts like she can, but I know she can. Um, and, and so she, she, I think, is going to step into that role pretty quickly. Now, I'm trying to think here real quick. Who are some of our previous Bill Simpson winners? I, I'll say this, too. I don't know how what school has had the most, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's us. Yeah. There's a lot of schools out there who have had zero. Yes. And we've had, what, 10 or 11? We've had, I think Mr. Moulton said we've had 13. 13. I'm trying to think the more recent ones, and I'm putting the two of us I know, on the I hate spot. That you are big time. I can't. We, um, we should have researched that. Yeah, I know Bryce Lyles won it, I believe. Uh, did Bryce um, win it? I, again, I went by I the Lyles house did. yesterday, and there were a bunch of cars there, and I was going to stop in. Yeah. I hadn't seen Bryce in Anna in a while. But I would, you never know why a bunch of cars are at a house. Sure. So I hope everything's fine. Um, but anyway. But, yeah, so, yeah, I know Bryce wanted uh, – there, there have been – I know Mr. Moulton said we've had 13, even back to uh, Molly Matthews. Uh, Molly oh, – did she? Uh, Molly Matthews won, I believe, yeah, I when she was student here. I believe that – I remember um, Bess Durant from a daughter's class wanted. Mm -hmm. That would have been 1990. She's now an attorney. She gives a book award. She went to mm -hmm. Washington and Lee University. Yeah. Another high academic yes. uh, institution there. Uh, but, yeah, and, and like you mentioned, and, and literally the Bill Simpson Awards given to out of the hundred schools in our association, they give it to one boy and one girl every year. So you are, you know, the nominee from your school. Then you are up against the other hundred schools that have nominated a boy and a girl, mm -hmm. and it's narrowed down to where you get one boy winner and one girl winner. And so, so Sarah, um, like I said, able to win that award. Really excited for her on that. Um, but we're gonna wrap it up. We're a little long this morning. Had a lot to catch up on. I know the ba on. baby Ripley uh, kind of threw a wrench in things, but we're excited. Uh, one more quick thing I want to say. 
those are listening and just kind of we're trying to put this information out. Uh, one change we're making this summer for athletic physical is that you must have all of your athletic physical as well as your plan chest paperwork completed and uploaded before you can play over the summer. Uh, that's a liability thing insurance wise. We were trying to uh, make sure everyone does that. Your physical is good for one year. So if you got your physical in July uh, of last year, say you can re-upload that old physical and it will be good until July. So uh, I know we've had some questions on that. We'll make a post later about that as well. But I just want to make sure I mention it anywhere I can uh, that we do all that done before you can practice. That's you know, summer football, that's, you know, girls weightlifting, that's uh, basketball, what, any sport we have out there that's doing some of this, or swimming, I know is doing some of this summer, cross country, you've got to make sure that paperwork is done. Go ahead and get it done now. We do have a physical day, uh, but that's sold out already. That sold out within within 48 hours. We had 100 people sign up for our physical day, really quickly mm-hmm. sold out there. Uh, but you can go to doctor's care, you can go to other doctors around and get those done as well. So uh, if you have any question on that, see me, Coach Ripley, uh, shoot me an email, shoot me a text, uh, come by and see me. I'm happy to help with whatever that we need to. But uh, Definitely want to encourage everybody to come out tonight. Let's pat the stands over at Patriot Park. Uh, I was expecting a big student section over there to really get in rowdy a little bit and uh, and cheering on our, our Baron softball team as we go for the three-peat, try to go for the third one in a row and, and, and try to take care of business against Crosstown Rivals Lawrence Manning. So uh, until next, until the end of this week, we'll come back next week and kind of wrap up the, the spring year. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for, for listening and for being patient waiting on us the extra couple days. Uh, we'll see you all there tonight. Go Barons.